Cracked Eye listeners, how are you guys doing? This is Haya. I should probably say I play Brienne on the show, but I feel like everybody's been following Matt's lead on that. So you know what? I'll think of my own thing to say. Anyway, how have you guys been? How has this quarantine been treating you? Uh, As for me, I've been doing a lot of streaming and uh, a lot of Animal Crossing. Any Animal Crossing players out there, hit me up. (laughs) Anyway, I won't keep you guys terribly much since we kind of left it at a pretty intense cliffhanger last time, but I just wanted to let you guys know that this episode is the episode where we actually begin with our long distance recordings. So you'll notice that our quality isn't as great as we normally hope to put out. So we're still learning and trying out different techniques to kind of bump up the quality. So please be patient with us. You'll hear at one point, I definitely sound like I have food in my mouth where I'm pretty sure I had dinner before we start recording. There's another point where you might hear drops in the call or Sean and Christine's lovely budgies in the role of Jasper sometimes, but yeah. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for sticking around and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right, I'll send you guys to the table for episode 36, Strangers Like Me. Previously on the Cracked Die Podcast. We answered questions about the show. We gave you a little insight into what's happening elsewhere. What's next for our heroes? Find out the answers to these questions and more on this episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Let's just pick up in the middle of combat. Pond Watcher, you had a 26 initiative. Oh, yeah. So you're going first. Oh boy. Um, okay. Pond Watcher is he's, he's fired his crossbow. It didn't seem to do anything. And he he rages harder than he's ever raged in his life. Okay. He rips the halberd off of his back and he screams in Elvin the name of his mother. Teleledria! And charges directly in and swings. Okay. Let's uh let's make a roll. I think Pondwatcher thinks that's his mom. <clears throat> I I think he's avenging her. Oh. Ooh. 32 to hit. Nice. Wow. Holy crap. Okay. 32 will hit. Welcome back. Is that a crit? It is not a crit. It's not. Don't like that. Uh 14 slashing damage as he jumps and swings a halberd from left to right. It's it's 14 slashing damage and 4 cold damage, which is not being picked up on the uh, throw Okay. So I will subtract another 4. So, your halberd, you're using your halberd, right? Is it dead? No. No, it's not dead. (laughs) Yes, I'm using my magical halberd. Your halberd swings through this dragon and you see it wisp away a little bit and reform around it. So my favorite thing about this on a metagame level is that on roll 20, its health bar takes up three boxes exactly. <laughs> so we can... <laughs> Wait, why are we seeing its health bar? Yeah, you should shut up. Shut that. up. Do you still have me as the GM, Sean? No, I can also see its health bar, but I can't see riches or silver or Brianna. I see mine, I see Temid's, and I see the dragon. You don't see mine? Yeah, me too. I can see mine. But everybody okay. their own. I'll fix that. I'll fix that for all of you. Anyway, <laughs> that's two actions. Uh, is your charge was one action as well? His charge is two and his rage is one, I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, I'm done. Okay, great. Uh, next, Soraya. Um, she's she's pretty far back in the order. Uh, the marching order. Um, I, w- I will say, I'll yeah. be nice. Okay. I didn't remember where you all were, so I kind of just threw you on the map. So if you would like to adjust yourselves a little bit, I'd say 10 feet in any direction, I will let you do that for free. 
You just want okay. us to accidentally put ourselves in lava, Sean. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I built the map. You can see exactly where you, where Rihanna, you are. Rihanna, no! <laughs> Rihanna, no! Don't go into the lava. Um, it's so shiny. Uh, does anybody remember? Did we try to knowledge this in any way? You have not. No. I'm gonna try to. I'm get, is would Arcana work here, or would Dahak be better? Um, it, it's Dahak, isn't it? It lo sure looks like him. <laughs> um, let's see. Is a. Sorry, give me a second. <laughs> GM has to look up which which skill to use for recall knowledge. Yeah. I'm surprised Dahak Lord isn't the thing you use for Dahak. Right. Well, I don't know if this is actually... Like, obviously, it's not him here in the flesh, seeing as he's incorporeal. I don't think that's a dragon thing. <laughs> well, I mean, Dahak's a god. Uh, that's true. So it's unlikely that the writers of the second book put a dragon god for us to fight at fifth level. But maybe I would hope, fifth, I would maybe hope second not. second edition's different, you know? Right? They're maybe just second like, edition, fifth right level's god-killing level. <laughs> wow, so I just want to point out, because we're using roll 20, I didn't realize this, but I rolled an 18 on the die for my attack and a 10 on a d10 for the damage. Yeah, you should never go back like to regular this. dice, Rich. Yeah, never back to regular dice. Yeah, this likes me. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's gonna hate me, so it's gonna be great. What tables have turned? <laughs> yeah, I always feel like I have poor luck with roll 20. Yeah. Well, we'll find out what happens when Sean finally tells me what I have to do. Yeah. Um. Ooh. Rip. <laughs> uh, yes, if you, his, his next statement is, you know, if, if you try to recall knowledge on this, you instantly go insane and have to roll a new character. So, oh no. That's probably, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not, heck. I need knowledge religion. Okay. Well, I am a student of the canon re-religion. So. Okay. I rolled a 21. Nice. Okay. Something is off about this Dahak that you see. It's, as you said, it's slightly incorporeal. And it's made of fire. But you're guessing that this is not actually Dahak. This might be some sort of... Like, could it be, like, magic? It, yeah, or, like, a trap or something like that. Huh. Hmm. Alright, so she does that, she kind of looks around, and she'll just shout up, Twin Talon, keep an eye out, I think this might be a trap of some kind. If there's something you might be able to see that I don't know to look for. Okay, I see a dragon. It, it, yes, but it's 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 not. I'll explain when we're safe. <laughs> uh, so she's gonna run forward as well, and then with her quick bomber thing, throw. Let's do a frost file at him. Oh Whoa. yeah, ice versus fire. All right, like it. I just need to double check and see if I got better version of that, or if I only have the lesser. I do have a moderate frost file. Uh, so that was the roll for the lesser. I'm going to just put in the damage for it separately because it's actually 2d6 and 2 cold splash. Okay. So you hit with a 27. Oh, damn. Yes. Awesome. Good to know. The target is slowed for 5 feet. There we go. So 10 damage, 10 cold damage, plus 2 cold splash damage, and they take a 10-foot penalty because it's moderate. Ooh. Nice. Okay. Christine, I know that Soraya can control the splash so that it doesn't hit Pond Watcher, but yes. <laughs> because this will never ever happen ever again, let's just say that the, the ice hits him and it just does no damage because he has resistance to cold. Cool! Ooh. So yes, it, it, it hits the fire, it billows out into a hiss of icy steam, and Pond Watcher just kind of goes like... <sighs> Feels like my homeland. <laughs> You're exfoliating my skin only. <laughs> You're welcome. We should all have a spa day. <laughs> Once this is over, it would be really great. All right, Twin Talon, your turn. If Soraya thinks it's a trap, I mean, he's going to look to see if he can see some way to disable it. All right. Uh, let's. Do you know how do you detect traps? Perception. Is it just perception still? I'm almost positive. 
<laughs> or apparently we've been doing this wrong for 36 episodes. <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise me, one, but two, <laughs> I don't think that's true. It's perception to find the trap and then thievery to disable it. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to roll your perception. All right. So you notice that the lines in the walls, the cracks in the walls, are what is powering this vision. You think that you can divert the hazard's energies back upon themselves if you can make a very difficult thievery check. Then I will try to do that. All right. It's better than getting close to a dragon made of fire and trying to <laughs> melee against it. I okay, don't know. Okay, come on. <laughs> I think that's I mean, you're made of ice. That's probably okay for you, but <laughs> I don't have that luxury. Uh, all right, Thifre, twenty-three. Hey. So you start to work on it. However, you don't think you've been able to do enough to get all of the energy to divert back. Okay, is that one action? Yes. So if perceiving was an action, my first thievery was action. As long as I haven't done something to ruin the trap, I'm going to try it again. Yep, go ahead. 24. Hey. <laughs> Still not enough. Okay, these dice are super average. <laughs> <laughs> Much like me. No. <sighs> now, Dahak goes. Oh, no. And it will unleash a blast of fire from its burning maw. Can it do this every round? Because it did that last time. It hurt. It's a, yes. Okay, just curious. Oh, no. Why would it not do this every turn, you know what I mean? Like, Right, like, why would it give, give the players a break and <laughs> not not TPK, right, as, as we, we start book two? Okay, it's going to get everyone in a 60-foot cone. Ah, fuck. <sighs> Give it to me now. <laughs> give me, give me more, give me more. Everyone, give me a, a reflex save. Just a basic reflex save. Oh boy. I think I said it last time, but I want to reiterate that I hate not having evasion yet. Hey! <laughs> I'm so happy I got a really good save for once. <laughs> good job. Oh, nice. Everyone's doing really well. <laughs> oh, 30. Jeez, Saraya. All right. Look, I have experience with this, okay? This is my nightmare every night. Soraya, <laughs> you're good. Pond Watcher, you're good with a 26. Brianna, not so much. Yeah. Temid, not so much. Oh. Twin Talon, not so much. And shenanigans. Oh. So we failed on, just because listeners can't see this, we failed yeah. on 18, 18, and 22. Ouch. And Silver, not so much. With a 23. Yes. No, oh, man, you're burning my jambalaya. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you who did not save, please take 26 damage. Oh. Oh, God. I sneezed and that hurts. It's fire. Um, If you are resistant to fire, now would be a good time. Now I'm just a person. Yeah, I'm also just a person. If you did save, so if you're Soraya or Pond Watcher... You only take 13. Yay. And that's its turn. I'm not feeling too good. Yeah. Uh, no, me either. <laughs> Temid, you're up. Sucks. <laughs> hey, Cleric. All right. So Temid's going to cast his second level version of heal. Okay. Nice. He's going to cast it with three actions because everyone's going to die. <laughs> So we're going to heal everyone at the same time. Very nice. A 30-foot emanation. I believe that catches everybody. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Let's see. Yep, it hits everyone, including Dahak. <laughs> I'm assuming you can choose to not include him. You know what? I'm going to have to do what I have to do. So uh, 2d10 to everybody. Okay. I would be willing to bet that he's not a living creature. But yeah. Because he's he's powered by a trap. Like, it's a trap? So he's probably a construct or something? 
I would hope. Yeah, right? <laughs> so everybody gets uh, 17 hit points back. Nice. Thank you. And I can't cast shield this time, unfortunately. <laughs> Thank you, Kirk. All right. Silver the Bard. He's going to go, well, jambalaya. Come over here, Brianna. And uh, he's going to walk to Brianna as his first action. Uh, cast Guidance oh. uh, on you as a cantrip. It's a one-action cantrip. Silver comes up. Well, uh, you know, this one time uh, I was in a cave and I uh, uh, fought this... Uh, is this, this the time? Uh, Silver, is this the time for a story? Really? Well, I was just trying to give you some guidance. So uh, that gives you a plus one status bonus to an attack roll, perception check, saving throw, or skill check. Oh. That goes until the start of my next turn. And then I'm also... Actually, he's going to step here and give Soraya guidance as well. Okay. This seems appropriate because Twin Talon is the one trying to disable the trap and Silver is not helping him. <laughs> it sounds in character to be completely fair <laughs> Brianna you're off oh the sneaky one's trying to save a trap no thanks um hmm. it's divine guidance right uh it's just guidance da, da, da. okay so for flavor's sake Brianna as her first action is going to pull out her javelin okay it's in the air, right? It's it's hovering like five feet off the ground, but yes. Oh, so I can you can smack it with your sword. I mean, the power watcher did, right? Yeah, oh, right, 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 right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right. So next to the uh, javelin, I will be like, excuse me, co coming through. You okay. will rush forward next to her friend, who she swore an oath to fell any evil dragons. Yes, this falls under evil dragon. Yes! This is the time when we kill the dragons. <laughs> so, as a liberator, triggered by an evil dragon, our allies gain a plus four circumstance bonus to checks granted by my liberating step, and the ally can step afterwards. So, I guess you have to be hit by it? Right, it's just like your liberating step. Like, right. someone has to be hit for it to take effect, but it's better when you're all fighting dragons. Right, I just thought it'd be... I don't know. It would have been nice for me. Like, hey, Twin Talon, I liberate you for that thievery check. Wink, wink. Go. <laughs> yeah, but... It would be nice for you to be able to give your bonuses to whatever you wanted, but unfortunately, that's not how it works. Yeah, I'm not that cool of a character. So, um, Brianna is going to say something along the lines of, oh, Serenre, Lady of Dawn, guide my friends to this passage against the fiery one in hopes that, I don't know, a another celestial beings wrath can help against this thing and she will strike all right let's see what you do 20 will miss boo so that was two actions and for the third i'll try again and miss even miss further. yes damn it seren ray <laughs> <laughs> pond watcher you're up guy screaming i'm foaming at the mouth I swing my helmet. Oh yeah! That holy shit! Nineteen wow. damage plus four cold damage. All right, that cold damage seems to be doing a lot. Every time it hit gets hit with cold, you see more of it starting to flicker out of existence. This is good. I will swing again. All right. 19, it seems to be a miss. Yes, that will be a miss. And for my third move, I'm going to move around it. Oh, are we going to flank? I don't know. Can I uh, can I get up close to it here, or do I need to be here? Uh, you need to be there. It takes up a 3x3 three three square. Okay, so for the listeners, Pond Watcher is running around the back of the dragon with his back to the lava flow, trying to give it a target that will uh, draw the fire away from the, the column of his friends. Aww. Soraya. She's gonna try again and with another frost file. Unless I might be able to help Twin Talon in any way. Um, 
how good is your disable check? Not very. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Uh, you yeah. need to be uh, to pull back the curtain, you need to have a expert level or higher in order to even make the check. Oh yeah, no, not there. Okay. <laughs> but no. All right. Yeah. Um, for argument's sake, I'm going to roll my alchemist fire because that's the proper, or you know, I'm just going to roll the frost vial, but it's actually plus one to attack. Yeah. So a 14 is going to miss. Miss. She can try again, but oh, that negative five is not fun. I mean, what's the worst that happens? Actually, hang on a second. Reagents. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> uh oh. 13. 14. A 14. Yeah. Is a critical miss. I mean... Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <sighs> I totally forgot about that. On someone gonna... else's turn, <coughs> Brianna. <coughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll, I will draw a crit fumble card. Yes, please. Draw one card. Yeah. Sorry, like just narrating the pop-up screen, and it says, "Uh, range until the end of your next turn, your attacks acquire an extra action to use." Ooh, that's not that bad. It's like you don't have that feat anymore. <laughs> yeah, right? It's just, just negating all of my fun stuff. Uh, no, that's fine. Um, okay, so she's not going to try that again. Does it still get the splash damage? Yes, I'll say it still takes the two cold. Yes, cool. I don't even think, like, I'm trying to think of what I can do now. I'll find a new group of adventurers! <laughs> Goodbye! No. <laughs> this is the beginning of one of Silver's stories. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, crap, what do I, uh, I? I'm gonna move back a little bit. Okay. And can I make an arcana check? This seems kind of magical. Sure. Thirty-one. You know that it is magical, but it is also divine. So perhaps using some sort of a prayer could also deactivate it or turn it away for now. So what I did was not a prayer? Using the religion skill. Okay. Okay. Brianna, Temid, it there's there's a divine component to it. Maybe maybe something that you two Okay. Uh I'll keep asking Sanrenri for help. She doesn't seem to like me very much right now. <laughs> Twin Talon. Twin Talon will continue to try to Use thievery. All right. 26. Still not enough, but not you're not breaking it. You do see that you are uh, you're making progress, but it's just a little short. So far, I rolled a 10, an 11, a 13. Uh, so I think I'm guessing the next thievery check will be lower than 10. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I rolled a... Two. Oof. So it's a fifteen. It's gonna critically failed and snapped my hand off or something. Oh no. So you did critically fail, but you don't think anything bad has happened quite yet. Cool. Then I will try it again. Alright. Thirty-two. Ooh. That was a natural oh, no. 19. If that doesn't do it, I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's that uh, that lockpicking check all over. Yeah. <laughs> so, with a final twist, you manage to divert the energies that you see coming out and powering this vision of Dahak, and it fades away with a scream. Oh, thank goodness. Was that you, Dwintaran? Looks like Serenray heard your prayer after all. Or you're just very deft with your hands. Well, I am good with my hands. Oh. Anyway, um... <clears throat> Alright, this is already enough of a waking nightmare for me. <laughs> Can we go back home now? Uh, or do we want to go back through? No, no, what are you doing? Where did it go? What did you do? Why? Where is it? Where is it? Pond Roger, Pond Roger, it's, it's just an illusion. It, it apparently wasn't real. 
fun to watch it. It, it was just... He's just running around frenzied, like, swiping his weapon through the air. Oh yeah, you're still raging, aren't you? So, just so you guys know, that was a level 8 hazard. Okay. Cool. So we're level 6 now? Is that what happens? <laughs> yeah, is that what I'm hearing? Uh, nope. <laughs> Lame. What the hell was that thing? Well, uh, it looks like there's these energy lines here, and someone set them up to project a, a simulcrum of Dahak to attack people going through this uh, gateway. Uh, I don't know who would have done that or or when, but Why? I, think I think it's disabled. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's going to reset itself, but I think we should probably get moving. To the end of the hallway? Yeah. So, just just to understand, we know for sure we cannot go back, so the lady who is trying to come back cannot come with us. I think we may be able to open it from the other side. I think it's the way behind is just closed. And then to open it, I need to put the arrowhead into the gate on the other side to open both doors. Okay. Well, we should probably at least try that before leaving. Yes. We're going back to where we came? We need to be able to... Yeah, aren't we just on, like, right on the other side of the of the gate? Yes, those blue orbs, the blue and green orbs are the entrance and exit points. Blue is where you came from. Yeah, I got the impression that this is not a place. It's almost like a tube in between the two gates. Because we're going to the Moangi Expanse, and I don't think this volcanic tunnel is the Moangi Expanse. Although I've never been there, so maybe I just don't understand what the Moangi Expanse is like. There's not a lot of places for monkeys in this tunnel. Yeah, I thought there'd be way more gorillas. <laughs> so, so the thought is, is once we go through, we might be able to come back? I think, I think so. I think it's just like we're in transit from one side to the other, and then once we get there, we should be able to open and then go back. I think... I mean, Sean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought you had said last time that the way behind us had closed. Yes. And, you know, I we can we can kind of wave our hands and say that uh, Renuli was with you, if you guys want. And she's just been hiding the whole time. She's a spider. She's up on the ceiling. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. So Renuli is with you. Um, she has been hiding. So... With that, I'm assuming you all continue out through the green door. And as you exit, cloying heat and humidity hangs heavy in the atmosphere of this opened-air temple. Its surrounding stone arches smeared black with soot. Charred branches and clumps of roots mark the shape of a garden that once stood here. But the plants and flowers have been ripped up and burned. In the middle of the ring of stone arches, in the center of a cold pit of charcoal, a half-complete wooden pillar, once capped with a dragon's visage, stands near a pile of carved rocks and a small sack of cloth. Only one section of the ring of stone arches is solid, a section of wall that bears an exact duplicate of Hunter's Gate as it appears in the wall below Citadel Alteran. Beyond the open archway elsewhere sprawls a verdant expanse of tropical jungle. As you look around, as your eyes kind of adjust to the lighting, you see a force of 20 ebony-skinned elves with swords, bows and arrows, and other weapons trained on you. Oh, boy. How many did you say? 20? 20. Okay. So... Twin Talon will kind of whisper over to Bond Watcher. He's like, I'll get the ten on the left, you get the ten on the right. <laughs> but maybe they're not dragons or, or little monkeys. Maybe we can talk to them. Yeah, Soraya's gonna hold her, her hands up and say say an elf, just cousins! <laughs> Give me a Pond Watcher and Soraya. Please give me a society check. 
Alrighty. How about elven lore? Because I don't have society. Yes. Well, 25 for society. 22 for elven lore. Nice. Great. So you both immediately recognize the elves surrounding you as... Now, I apologize. I am going to butcher this name. I actually went on the forums and asked Paizo the proper pronunciation. And they I don't think I ever got an actual response. I got some other people who were like, yeah, that's what we call them. You recognize them as Ekuje, jungle-dwelling elves who keep to themselves and dislikes trespassers in their territory. Lovely. (laughs) The spelling of that is E-K-U-J-A-E. Saraya, maybe we want to handle this. uh... I'm thinking so. Um, Would I know what language they speak with the society check? Yes. You would know they speak Elven and Mwangi. Okay, so the Elven was a good start. Good. Lovely. She'll she'll keep her hands up. (laughs) You know, I, ha- I have no weapons and things, nothing crazy. You just kind of say, my friends and I did not mean to encroach upon your lands. We actually had no idea that this is where the portal led. We apologize. We're not. We're just looking for passage. One of the elves, a man set apart from the others by his gold jewelry and bracers, steps forward into the ruined temple, holding his palms open at his side to show he is unarmed. The rest of the elves relax the draw of their bowstrings and put their weapons at rest, though their arrows remain knocked, ready to fire quickly. The elf in gold jewelry stops a respectful distance away and gives a slight bow. I am Jahasi of the Leopard Clan, he says, speaking in accented Talden. My mother is of River Clan. What do I know about the River Clan? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Okay. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Pondwatcher, this is Soraya, and these are our friends. Uh, we are from a faraway place. I guess you could call me a member of the Ice Clan. Uh, and I have, of, of the Mountain Clan. Hmm. What has brought you here? Oh, you know, like magic and dragons and stuff like that. <laughs> At the mention of dragons, you see him kind of bristle and all of the, all of the archers and uh, kind of tense up a little bit. Uh, wait, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, he's had some rather unfortunate run-ins with dragons, but... Um, As have we. It, yes, we are no great lover of the creatures. Um, it's actually been quite a torment for me. But, no, um, I, I'm assuming you know the tales of what I would assume to be a mutual ancestor of ours and then Estella's ring. That is not a story for me to tell. But do you, you know of it? We guard the temple here to keep Hunter's Gate from opening. We have failed. Why would it need to stay closed? There is the darkness in that, between that gate and it, wherever it opens. The darkness is a story for our linguists to speak of, not me. Can you give me a diplomacy check? I can. Good. For a 23. Okay. Um, After conversing with Jahasi for a little bit, everyone seems to slightly relax. He says, I will take you to our linguist. Okay, yes. My daughter. Lovely, I would love to meet her. Uh, She will help. I know she will. She is our linguist, and she knows much about the world beyond this jungle. Please uh, follow us. Now, as you look around, you notice that there is a pillar that is a wooden carving of a dragon's head that has been bleached white. You recognize the face as the same face of the creature you just fought. So it is Dahak. There is a cloth sack at the base of the pillar, and yeah, that's it. This is in their village? No, this is in this clearing that you're in. The the temple? Yes, in this temple that you've appeared in. Jahasi says, "Uh, please take your time to get acclimated to this area. 
You are in the Mwangi Expanse. You are in Ekujelan, some distance east of the Ligurian coast. Oh, some distance. Okay. Uh, okay. So, he's giving you time to kind of look around, get acclimated. It is very hot. It mm-hmm. is a dense jungle. <laughs> um, I Can we speak to our uh, spider friend and be like, so, um, you're here now. You're <laughs> yes, she looks at you and says, oh, thank you. That was quite a bit in the tunnel between here and there. Uh, that was uh, harrowing, to say the least. That's a word for it. I plan on going to visit my family. However, if you need anything, I will be around that you can call on me if you uh, uh, plan on exploring more, or if you're just visiting with the Ekuje, then you can uh, uh, not not need me, but uh, she gives you a, a, a whistle type thing that will let her uh, know that you are calling for her. And, and you'll be able to hear this from wherever you are? It is magical, uh, and, and it reverberates at a, a frequency only that my, my people can hear. Oh, okay. Man, Pond Watcher really wants to just blast on that thing right now. <laughs> Let's not bring all <laughs> these things over. What? I can't hear it. I don't understand. He just like keeps doing it. <laughs> I think it's broken. Yeah, it's essentially a dog whistle for spiders. Lovely. Well, her, her sp- whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever. Spiders. Can I knowledge religion? That's that statue with the bleached head. Sure. And I would like to poke the sack with my foot. Okay. What is everyone else doing? Uh, I want to. I want to just chat with like the elf guards and like try to you know keep their focus while we're like messing around. All right, sounds good. Uh, Anwar? So Temid decides it, he wants to kind of try to make an impression on these people too. So he's going to help Watcher. He's going to, using diplomacy, he's going to kind of try to make an impression on them, spend about a minute doing so. Okay. Uh, and Brianna? Brianna is going to ask Jahasi, are you quite quite all right you, you you seem to be hurt is there anything we can do to help i guess she'll do a medicine check cool so christine is that your religion role yes my religion role is 26 okay as you look at the pillar you can tell that it is a vague impression of what the pillar is meant to do It is meant to amplify divine power and channel it back to an unknown focus in the shape of Dahak. So it's supposed to channel divine energy. Yep. It's carved in the shape of Dahak. Yep. Does it look defaced in any way? Uh, It doesn't look like it's finished. Like, there's like essentially a totem pole without, like, it's carved into the body of Dahak, but the head is on the ground next to it. Uh, the head is bleached white. The totem pole itself is uh, still wooden colored. So it doesn't look like it's quite finished. Okay. And if we remember, they said that the cult was clear cutting the forest and then setting up totem poles. So maybe this is something that they did. Also, for better or worse, and it's probably going to be worse, Jasper is absolutely flying over to Jahasi. And taking in all of his golden finery. If Bran is there, he like lands on her shoulder and like puffs his chest out and displays his little claw, uh-huh. <laughs> and then like starts like nipping at <laughs> some of his gold. Okay, Brianna will gently put a her hand on his head and like try and subdue him. Like sh- sh- no, 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 don't don't do it. No. So since we're already over there, uh, Brianna, when you ask him if he's hurt, the brightness in his eyes kind of dim a little bit, and he goes. Churikas. He runs his thumb across the bandages with a sheepish, sheepish smirk. I, uh, I need to be more careful when dealing with them. But I am fine. Thank you. We certainly had uh, a few run-ins ourselves with, with the pesky creatures. I'm, I'm guessing your, your wound has been handled. You do not need any 
assistance? Yes, you can tell with your medicine check that it's been there's been a salve applied to it with a uh, bandage over it. Okay. Um, we were uh, we were attacked by Chirikas and Boggards, the Cinderclaws, but they were so much stronger with claws and scales and breath of fire. But that is no excuse. Jahasi holds his arm stiffly to the side, his muscle straining. I ordered us to run. We returned and fought them off, but not before they opened Hunter's Gate and sent some of their kin through. Well, we can safely say that the kin that went through did not survive. We have taken care of them. That is quite good to hear. So, Podwatcher and Temid, you guys managed to talk to the... Actually, does Temid speak Elven? He's not. You have no idea what's going on. (laughs) Because uh, the guards only speak Elven. Uh, Okay, then can I change what I'm doing? Please, please. please. Because then I would serve no purpose. But you might not know that until you get there. Because... The guy in the beginning yeah. was speaking in common. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Jahasi speaks common. All right. So uh, I like that. Uh, so he starts off. He he's pull, he pulls out like a mug and fills it with a little bit of ale. And he walks up and he's like, hey, everyone. You know, and, you know, he greets him. He greets him. He introduces himself and he can kind of see like they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what's this guy saying? But everyone speaks. Everyone speaks ale. So. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, sir. When he sees a blank look on their face, he he starts giving them mugs. Uh, it's like the <laughs> like this is the way that I do things, I guess. So uh, Pond Watcher turns to Temid and says, uh, "Oh, that's very good, uh, the good icebreaker." And then he turns to the other people in Elven and says, uh, "Yes, this is Temid. Uh, he he lo- he loves drinking, and he's got like fifty mugs. And uh, yeah, just uh, you know, go nuts." They smile and they start to take the mugs and you can see that there's some sort of camaraderie being built. So uh, Temid kind of motions like to them, like points to them and then drinky drinky motion, you know, like the tipping. Like, do you guys have some type of alcohol that you drink? <laughs> he's trying to convey that. I don't know if it really comes across. No, that's but he's fine. Like, that's fine. You drinky drinky? You see, you, you see that they smile, they nod, uh, and they kind of point in the distance towards where you guess their, their village is. You know, Temid, uh, if you have a, a question or something, I could just translate for you. You don't have to uh, mime. I was having fun. <laughs> uh, he says, drinky, drinky, make drinky for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of laughing at him, like, and in Elvin. So I don't speak any other languages, but talking about Temid and making, kind of not making fun of him, but like laughing about how he's trying to communicate with uh with pond watcher in elven starts to talk really loud too he's like do you guys yeah really loud and slow twin talon yes you nudge the bag you feel something solid in there and you it, the bag falls kind of open and you can see a thin bar of gold just sitting there Okay. Um, Silver, kind of. No. What, what, what's going on in there, huh? I stab Silver in the eyes. Uh, <laughs> no. no. If I Silver, see that, I'm going, to, I'm going to immediately kind of cover it up um, okay. so that Silver doesn't see it. <laughs> and I guess that at this point, when Talon is thinking that maybe this is a, a sacrifice of some kind, it seems like the important guy here is wearing gold, so... Apparently they see gold as a status symbol, which is not so much different than what we do. So we'll just kind of leave it be. Okay. And he'll go over to uh, Brianna, who is talking to the the elder. I'm sorry, I've, I've forgotten his name. Jahasi. Jahasi. Okay. And he'll be like, um, so... As he's being tended to, uh, I look. Like, so you said that you're you're from two clans. Yes, uh, I am of the Leopard Clan. That is where I currently reside. My mother is of the River Clan, where she resides. 
Oh, do you often, does everyone, I'll kind of motion just to the assembled elves, um, trace your lineage from your mother? Yes. Okay. That's interesting. I myself am from a a tribal society who is organized into clans. Mine is the Shrikiriqua. Uh, in Talden, it would be the Hawk clan. But ours are by our, our father, not, not our mother. But it is a, a similar structure. That is very interesting. Uh, why your father? Your mother is the one who brings you life. I'm uh, double I just snapping. Gave you a Z snap. That's fun. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's as good a reason as any. Uh, I honestly can't say the the holy people, the those who communicate with the spirits, are often often men, but uh, I mean, women serve as as warriors just as as much. My mother was a a warrior um, as well. Um, to be honest, I, I didn't know my father very well. He, he passed away when I was very young, but, um, the Shrikiriqua, uh, the, the clan was my, my family that I grew up with and until later in life, I, I moved to a, a city where I meet these kind of people. I'll kind of gesture at all of the light-skinned people around him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I would be very interested to, to learn later. I mean, not, not now maybe, but about your, the structure of your, your clans and your society. And uh, I know my clans, they have different, um, kind of proficiencies or area of expertise, um, different symbology. So, like for instance, and he'll kind of grab the collar of his armor and pull down. And you can see the the tribal tattoos coming up his neck, um, and he'll he'll roll up his his sleeve or un undo his bracer, and he'll show like the tribal tattoos on his arms. And I'll say, uh, my tattoos are of of hawks and uh, horses. I have a a hippogriff here, and he'll kind of pull away and get one on his chest, and um, he says, I want to get a uh, Air elemental, but I couldn't figure out what it should look like. <laughs> uh, those are also important um, to my to my tribe. But other tribes would see eagles or squid, maybe a wolf or a mountain lion, um, a rock, uh, things like that. Uh, different different animals and elemental forces as representations of of their tribes. So I would be very interested to to kind of share information and talk about our our societies when when you have a moment or not yes i uh, out here i i think my daughter would be more uh knowledgeable in these things than i uh, she has been able to see more of the world than i have oh okay she uh she is on uh, a linguist and meaning she has traveled and uh brings the knowledge back to us sounds like okay. the anthropologist certain <laughs> thing well uh, i guess we should go see her next yeah yes uh we should start going it is getting fairly late in the day and uh we do not want to be in the jungles at night uh, quick question before we go. That totem pole there, is that of your clan? Or was that from the Cinder Claws? That is of the Cinder Claws. And the, the bag beneath it? Also of the Cinder Claws. Oh, interesting. And uh, Twin Talon's going to go take that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Sorry, before we leave, I, I think Pondwatcher would deface the uh, skull. Okay. Uh, Unless they try to stop him. 
No, you see them laughing as you deface it, and uh, a couple of the the people you were join in with you. See, I imagined he was like pissing on it, so now I'm just like <laughs> I was going to ask in a circle. <laughs> how how are a, you defacing it? Is this a common thing elves do? Piss in a circle? <laughs> I've only known two elves, and it's these two, so I don't know if this. Well, is I'm going not on. part of the piss circle, so. <laughs> <laughs> Lack the proper plumbing. <laughs> so, with that, uh, Jahasi whistles a signal into the forest that is echoed by the nearby birds. Then he starts to, uh, him and the rest of the elves start to escort you back to their village of Arkaville. A K R I V E L. And it is a 10 mile journey. Long as it, does that take an overland movement? So uh, Pond Watcher is really suffering in this heat. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. His clothes is- are all like furs, so I think he's gonna just have to like, you know, take his pants off probably. <laughs> oh, Soraya is uh, like and- tying up her skirts and her sleeves because everything she wears is long and flowy. <laughs> the humidity is just oppressive. After this ten mile journey, you get to Acravel. And we'll find out what happens next week. Of course. Oh, man. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> now in the Mwangi Expanse, what waits our heroes in this new village? Will they survive? What will they find there? And will they learn more about the Cinderclaw's plans? Find out the answers to these questions and more on the next episode of The Cracked Die Podcast.